Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Cinema back, another dish. How we doing out there? Good, great, grand, and wonderful. As you see on your screen or dial or however the fuck you are listening, uh, I, I was gonna do another YouTubies, but man, I don't like the audio. Like it, if I if I do the video, and I'm sure I could take the time to figure this out. It's not that hard. But if I let's just say I had no time. Um, I it fucks up the audio when I post it to Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever. And I I know some of you, I've heard, I've heard, okay? I know some of you prefer to actually, even if it is something like this, that you're not necessarily watching me all the time, but there's something about the video that makes it more appealing. I hear you, I do, I just, I don't, I already half-assed this show enough. (laughs) It is the best, most poorly run show, uh, movie, uh, niche podcast that you could possibly, you know, because there's not an an overly amount of uh, movie podcast in terms of, you know, say like true crime or news or pop culture, whatever. There's, you know, there's not like there's just a ton of podcasts that are strictly movie, and it's just. Look, man, when I see that video and I see how horrible it is, because I'm not spending, I'm, I'm just not buying a camera. I don't get paid to do this. I'm not going to buy a fucking awesome camera and some cool lights and shit like that and, and do legit video and edit and blah, blah, blah. I'm, I'm not going to do that. And until I'm getting paid, that's senseless. To, I, I mean, I love movies, which is why, I st- <laughs> you know, for the love of cinema, I love movies, but uh, not enough to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars to work for you. I know you guys enjoy it, but isn't this fun? <laughs> isn't this fun enough? You can listen to it in your car or, um, uh, when you're on the treadmill or whatever, 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 Russ, whatever. I Either way, I said that I was going to do more videos, and I just, I will, okay, but it's probably going to be more guest-oriented, not that... I don't give a fuck if you see my fat face on the screen. That's that's here nor there. I just it just seems like it would be more fun as opposed to. Well, I I can get a little more animated by myself. I will say that I I'm conflicted. Anyway, <laughs> the final countdown, as you see on your dial, the final countdown. This is a Blue Underground release, uh, three disc, four K set, and it is wonderful. The video transfer, oh, 
and the sound even better. The sound was so goddamn good. In fact, um, I don't know if I've said this on the show before, but I'll, I'll say it here now. If you were to ask me what I would prefer, would I rather have an 80-inch screen and a sound bar or a 19-inch screen and surround sound? And the answer, unquestionably, without hesitation, is the 19-inch and the surround sound. Because I, if, I, I guess maybe I've seen too much, as possible, where I'm such a stickler for sound that it will take me out of the movie if the sound stinks. Simple as that. Uh, it doesn't matter what type of movie. It could even, well, maybe not so much a drama or a comedy. Pending, you know, if it's like Game Night, where that's kind of a comedy slash action film. Well, no, your your sound's got to be good. You're a Hollywood production. Get your shit together. Um, but it can make or break a film for me. And the sound in uh, the final countdown and the, the the restoration and remastering that they did is so goddamn good and adds it an extra layer to my enjoyment of this film. And in fact. I'm just going to say I don't think I had seen this film, um, and if I did, I, I vaguely remember watching it, but it's been years and years and years, so I actually have been doing this thing now where it's like, if it's been like 10, 15 years, and you know, have you seen blah, 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 20 years, whatever, um, I'm just going to say no, That's because just for me, I don't even know why I'm telling you this, but... Um, <laughs> Just for me, so it kind of like catalogs that I, it's been so long I need to rewatch it again. I think that was the case with the final countdown, um, but in terms of the premise and the story uh, and the cast and crew, I I don't remember a thing. And boy, was I I was just pleased as punch. Not so much at the execute. Hold on, hold on, final countdown. Uh, who does the final countdown star? You got Kirk Douglas, yes, Spartacus, Martin Sheen, Catherine Ross, James Farentino, Charles Durning, Ron O'Neill, and many, many more. Obviously, Kirk Douglas, Spartacus, Ace in the Hole, Martin Sheen, everything, you know, from Apocalypse Now. He just, just everything. And he's a worker, too. He just keeps grinding. Catherine Ross, who was, uh, in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, The Graduate, The Stepford Wives, Donnie Darko, maybe married to Sam Elliott, I don't know, should have did some more research. Uh, <laughs> James Farentino, just tons of TV and film, I think most notable for a soap opera that he did, could be wrong. Um, Charles Durning, just that everyman, you've seen him in everything, like basically worked in for 60 years in the business, you'd know his face if you saw it, just, a, just an everyman. And uh, Ron O'Neill from Superfly, Red Dawn, Equalizer, the show, not not the Denzel. Um, trapped outside the boundaries of space and time, 102 aircraft, 6,000 men, all missing. The time is now. The place is aboard the USS Nimitz, America's mightiest nuclear-powered aircraft carrier, which is on maneuvers in the Pacific Ocean. Suddenly, a freak electrical storm, I say again, suddenly, a freak electrical storm engulfs the ship and triggers the impossible. The Nimitz is hurled back in time to December 6, 1941. I say again, the Nimitz is hurled back in time 
to December 6, 1941, mere hours before the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. As the enemy fleet speeds towards Hawaii, the warship's captain, played by Kirk Douglas, a defense department expert, played by Martin Sheen, a maverick air wing commander, played by James Ferentino, and a desperate senator in the Roosevelt administration, played by Charles Durning, <clears throat> must choose between the unthinkable. Do they allow the Japanese to complete the murderous invasion? Or launch a massive counter-strike that will forever change the course of history? I say again, do they allow the Japanese to complete their murderous invasion? Or launch a massive counter-strike that will forever change the course of history? Catherine Ross and Ron O'Neill co-star in this spellbinding sci-fi action hit filmed on location aboard the USS Nimitz with the full participation of the U.S. Navy. I say again, with the full participation of the U.S. Navy. I'm just, I don't know why, what possessed me to do this voice. I have no idea. It just kind of started, and uh, we went with it. But um, that should add to the scale of how big this fucking movie is. It's no wonder they fucking ran out of money. As as Lloyd Kaufman points out several times on the bonus features, didn't sound like it may have been the most fun to work on. The most fun. Anyway, uh, filmed on location aboard the USS Nimitz with the full participation. See, I'm just kind of, <laughs> I just can't help but lean into it. Full participation of the U.S. Navy and the ship's crew. Now Blue Underground is proud to present the final countdown in a stunning new restoration, scanned in 4K 16-bit from the original 35mm camera negative with Dolby Vision HDR and Dolby Atmos audio for the ultimate and explosive home theater excitement. That's so fucking true. It, like a couple, I'm not one to turn things down. Hardly ever. In fact, louder. I say. In fact, a couple of the movie nights, I I uh, throw movie nights um, from time to time at my place, and uh, I can tell. I only about like ten to fifteen people, so not not a lot. But I can tell some of them aren't used to how you're meant to watch a movie. Um, everybody knows there's no phones when you watch a movie with me. No, no, no. And uh, it's going to be loud, and it's going to be dark, because that's the way that the film was intended to be seen. Um, on this three-disc uh, special edition, which is awesome between the um, the cover art, all the bonus features. In fact, I was so pissed. There. <sighs> I wish that I had had a press kit for this because there's so many awesome retro and hilarious um, PR photos for this movie, whether it's, you know, the Korean poster, the Thai poster, the Japanese poster um, uh, for the final countdown. Oh, some of them were so goddamn good and so awesome looking. Um Anyway, I wish there was a way. Like, I I did the best I could. What I ended up doing is I just ended up taking pictures of my TV, and I hope that you can't tell that much. You, I mean, there's going to be parts where you're able to for sure, but I hope that you can't tell that much. But I had to to give you a visual. 
on i mean you know the bonus features are cool i mean you get to listen to lloyd kaufman from trauma basically shit on hollywood you know there's I think he said something along the lines. He just was like, yeah, no, working on that film was great. It, it reminded me that I could never get along with any of those people. So I'm going to do my own thing and do Toxic Avenger and shit like that. <laughs> um, it's got uh, the audio commentary with uh, the direct, uh, the DP, director of photography, Victor J. Kemper. Um, Lloyd Kaufman goes to Hollywood. Interview with associate producer Lloyd Kaufman. Also has a small cameo in the film. And also a, a bonus feature titled Starring the Jolly Rogers, which this was an interesting one to, um, kind of, even if I was getting kind of a toxic white male vibe. It's, I mean, you know, they come from a different time. But anyway, Starring the Jolly Rogers is interviews with the Jolly Rogers F-14 Fighter Squadron. That's right. No CG in this film. We have real jets and real boats and real planes and, you know, uh, his, uh, historically accurate um, planes as well. <laughs> I wish I could remember the, the Japanese, uh, the, the name of the Japanese plane that they were flying. But it was, it's cool to see, like, uh, I mean, this film came out in 1980, but a current F-16 jet next to, like, one of the old, 1940s planes used in World War II. I think they were used in World War II, but um, it, it was just, it's cool to see. Um, I I don't know. I'm not. I wish I was a history buff, as George Costanza Costanza would say. I'd like to be a history buff. I think that um, the planes used when we go back in time, as aforementioned in my stupid voice synopsis um I'm, I'm pretty sure they're historically accurate and to see two real shit not cg this real big ass planes flying side by side and doing maneuvers and what it's awesome i mean it, the the set pieces in this are so big and, and a lot of it is selling you know the the fuck i mean the vastness of the ocean the, the ship and all the planes i mean we're selling it with the ship and the planes and the helicopters i understand that you know it's not but um, we just don't get to see films like this anymore. Like, not, not to say, I, I shouldn't say that. It's just, for me growing up when I did, I'm used to everything's real. You know, I think, and, and, and I'm a realist about shit, okay? I, I understand that sometimes you just have to use CG. It is, it is what it is. It Unfortunately... Until I rewire all my toxicity, my heterosexual white toxicity brain, um, it's to, I, it could possibly take me out of the movie. I'm not for sure. But I, I think I said it on the uh, Those Who Wish Me Dead podcast, which I still am trying to figure out why that one made it made the cut because there's so much shit that I watch that I'm just like, I'm not doing a fucking podcast on that. Like I just saw in the Heights. I not that in the Heights doesn't have a place on this show. I think I've made a really good, or I've done a really good job of, um, spacing it out. I, I understand that a lot of them are indie horror and, um, films from the East action films from the East, but I, I still, you know, Nomad Land still on there. Judas and the black Messiah. you know, there's a lot of stuff on there. It's just, I, I don't know. I just feel like In the Heights is big enough. Uh, I mean, it's Lin-Manuel Miranda. 
which I liked, by the way. I, I, I did enjoy In the Heights. I just, I, I'm convinced that they have other people that will do that for them. You know, tons of other people, which is why I try to stay off the beaten path with my horse and carriage and broken wheels. And <laughs> it was the, it's the best, most, I shouldn't say poorly run show. There's not, <clears throat> not a whole lot of people to run it. I should say, um, just, I, I had a buddy over, um, the other day he gave me a mic. Uh, hello, Jacob. Hello. Um, and he looked at my setup and I could tell he was disgusted. <laughs> he was he was disgusted with how I I I throw my shit down. <laughs> I I don't have a I I don't know. It's just anyway, I much like some of the films that I review, um you know, it's not I I I think this podcast can be relatively entertaining. And just like those, but you know, it just doesn't have the, it doesn't have the Marvel oomph, if you will, the shockwaves oomph, the whatever fucks on Fangoria, Dread Central, whatever the fuck, um, A24, Rotten Tomatoes, anyway, um, <clears throat> I don't know, I just don't think it warrants it, but anyway, we're, we're getting sidetracked here, um, what did we just we don't okay so those who wish me dead uh i think i bitched about the uh um cg forest fire look listen hear me as earth boy i'm well aware that you cannot just set a forest on fire cg must be used i got it okay it's just i <laughs> when you see all that cg fire hey what are we watching here what is going on here? Um, and which is probably, you know, flip side of it costs a lot of money. Forget about the, you know, safety protocols and safety measures involved in yeah, a forest fire or a forest fire or a uh, F-16 jet fighter, you know, flying around an old 1940. I get it. The, you know, the shit that there could be a reason why we <laughs> flip side. We ran out of money. In the final countdown, which you definitely learn <clears throat> a little bit more about in the bonus features. And basically, the only reason this film ever came to fruition is because of Kurt, Doug Kurt Douglas. Because everyone wanted out. Like, I don't even think <clears throat> in the beginning Martin Sheen was attached to it, if memory serves. I don't know. I've watched a lot of bonus features today that are start or, uh, in the last few days that are starting to blend together. Holy shit, that Django set. That fucking Tremors set, uh, this set, a lot, of, lot to, a lot of onset stories to ingest. Um, anyway, uh, when you, I think that's kind of without Kirk Douglas, um, the film's never made, and I, I think even Kurt maybe had saw something in this film that is. I don't want to say transcendent. That's that feels way too serious of a word for what this movie is, especially like I, I the I, I can see maybe like the younger crowd, um, that whole uh, freak electrical storm that I uh, mentioned earlier that they get engulfed in. That may look a little cheese to them. I mean, and for me, it, it, it's 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 fine. But um, I think even the people that stayed aboard the film like. I wonder if there was a turning point where it came 
became more about like the Navy showcasing their skills because there was a lot of like run-on scenes that were just like, well, we have all this footage of the jets and the helicopters doing ba da da da, so we we must use them. But um, I wonder if Kurt was just like, no, nah, man, this is a good story. This is a really good story, and I and I would happen to agree. Like this film, I mean, it's a time travel movie with a goddamn warship, and it's a real it's a real warship that we're seeing. It's it's not. You know, whatever Marvel CG to sell the vastness of, you know, not that, I mean, Marvel's got good CG. I don't understand why DC can't come aboard and do the same thing. It's just either, like, it's a monopoly and fucking, you know, Marvel just scooped up all the really good ones or there's not enough time in the day. Anyway, <clears throat> um, where was I? Oh, so when you're... <sighs> When you're seeing this, I it just feels so big, and it f- you mix the time travel and the and it does you know if le- hypothetically let's say we were to remake this, I I think we should. I don't know if you know maybe the younger generations would care that we were going back to World War II, um, but it you know pick a different war, and I think. I would go see this movie, I think. We could we could uh, raise the stakes a little bit, bump up the action, the money that we would have to, or the money that we would save on some of the CG stuff that I, you know, wish, because I, I, look, I, like I said, I, I get that perhaps flying two planes mere feet from each other <laughs> it's when you can do it with no, 0% ca- casualties except the, the guy at the computer that goes into a seizure because he's working double overtime trying to fucking um, bring these computer-generated images to life for the studio, minus that possible fatality. I get it, um, but I, I would totally watch this, and I'd still watch it if we were going back to to the bombing of Pearl Harbor. I would still, I would be like, this is this is pretty cool. We'd have to raise the stakes in terms of action, and but dude, this is old school Hollywood too. Like this film's rated PG. I'm pretty sure, like six to ten people get shot and you see it like we're talking squibs and everything in the chest blood everywhere you know and i was just like oh i miss old pg if people forget jaws that was pg too and you get you see uh, a boy murdered (laughs) a man bitten half a fucking severed leg can't do that now in these pg movies i don't even think i'm pretty sure you get no fucks um i don't even know if you get a shit in pg Maybe you do. I don't know. But I was just thinking, holy fuck. We we just saw a man gunned down with an AR in the bottom of a ship, and this is a PG movie. <laughs> um, uh, in, a, in a strong... That's, that's the thing, too. Cass is really strong in this. You know, I think a lot of them believed in the project, believed in what they were making was 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 going to stand the test of time and you know blue underground's not doing a fucking three disc restoration of it if they're not um what else was uh, some of the special features on this oh yeah starring the jolly rogers interviews with the jolly rogers f-14 fight squad uh squadron theatrical trailers tv spots i just think it's great to go back and watch some of those tv spots the final countdown starring martin sheen kurt i don't know we don't have the old voice like we used to um, the, the third disc was the, in the set is the final countdown, original motion picture, picture soundtrack by, uh, John Scott. 
And we all know that the kid loves his soundtracks. I believe my, um, if memory serves correctly, my year-end for Spotify last year, They, if you're a, um, a premium member, they always get kind of like rate or well they're tracking me that's that's all there is they're 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 watching me but my top five um music genres that i listened to number one was rap number two was soundtracks <laughs> number three was synth wave number four was pop and number five i think was like stomp and holler or some bullshit i don't know what stomp and holler means but apparently i like to stomp and holler which doesn't seem that far off base um I just I love the soundtracks. I think not too far, uh, not too many episodes back. I think I went on record and said Hans Zimmer is the best composer of all time, and that includes Beethoven and the Bachis and the <laughs> the the maestros of our time. Yes, I I know it's silly talk, right? I'm not learned. Well, that could very well be true, but boy, do I love myself some composition some composers and you get the fucking in this this the score by john scott it's epic it's it's huge and it needs to be it has to be you know the, we're we're showing men hanging off of real helicopters and um f-14 fighters really exploding ships with people mere feet from it <laughs> old school hollywood we 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 did some. Uh, we did some of the uh, water rescues from a um, from a helicopter. You know that I don't. I don't think people understand that that costs a lot of money and uh, mainly not obviously employing the people to do that, but also like you gotta. This is this is old school. This is old days. We're shooting on film, and it's not a guarantee that you're going to get some of these, the epicness or some of these set pieces captured in one shot. Don't you know? And that's just more money and more money. So, um, anywho, what else, uh, what else about this, this disc? Well, and if you're not, so I know I've, I heard, I've heard your, your shouts, I know a lot of you that listen to this show, you aren't really into the physical media. There's quite a few of you, which I do appreciate, but a lot of you, um, you know, aren't aren't big on purchasing. You're huge on film, but aren't big on purchasing physical media, which to me doesn't compute, and that's okay. I'm stupid. Um, I'm trying to go more digital, if for nothing else, so I don't have to move these fucking films again, dude. I am so... If... I am just so tired of moving them. That's that's the only thing. I've moved so many times in my life and, and across country um, a couple of times. Oh, it is the bane of my existence to pack all these fucking movies up <laughs> and carry it, it. It just it sucks after a while. But anyway, I know some of you do like it. But if you're not, you're, you look. I I hear you. I'm sure this 4K disc set is probably cool, but. I don't do physical media. I believe this motherfucker, and and I tell you this so that maybe it motivates you to buy it. I believe this motherfucker is for free on Vudu or Tubi right now, which are both free apps. Like, you know, I mean, you need to create an account, but it's fucking, it's free. And Vudu's got some good stuff from time to time. Same with Tubi. I just watched uh, um, that interview that I did with Will Madden. I watched Beast Beast, which was a Tubi exclusive, and... 
it was either Tubi or rent it on Amazon. Now, granted, I, I gave him the money because support, support small cinema. But um, if I was like you, just an audience member, a layman, well, then I would I would do that shit for free. Give him the hits. Anyway, it you can watch the, uh, the Final Countdown for free on Vudu or Tubi and do so because it may prompt you to fucking buy this disc, uh, this three-disc set, with his, which is totally fucking worth it. And got a nice collectible booklet in it, the soundtrack, the interviews, the commentary. Commentary will teach, uh, teach you a thing or two about a thing or two, I tell you. I don't... I, I, I realize that I'm the last of a dying breed, last of a dying breed, but... um, I don't... I just... I really enjoy films, man. I really enjoy films. I'm Sean. I'm, I'm not going to watch a film and then re-watch it with the commentary. Well, you're foolish. <laughs> Especially if you like the film. It's no different than going down some stupid YouTube loop. It's just not YouTube. You know? Like, if you're like, oh, I fucking want to listen to this guy fucking talk about this. I want to listen to this Twitch guy talk about this particular game. It is no different. No different than the Twitchies or the YouTubies. (laughs) Uh, You're like, oh, he sounds so old. I'm not that old. I'm I'm just making fun of it. I don't. It's it's very hard for me to get into short form media, and I should, especially for shorts. I watched a couple of good shorts last year that fucking one was like eight minutes and wrecked me, wrecked my life for a good day, for a good a good twenty four hours, just wrecked my fucking life. But eh, just get this three disc set instead. Don't go. Don't try to f- go to YouTubies and find more stuff about the final countdown. Stream it on Vudu and then fucking buy the motherfucker. Worth every penny, I might I, uh, might add. And for you music connoisseurs out there, <clears throat> in terms of a soundtrack, well, it's pretty big. Worth a listen. Pretty big. Old school big. Um, got an old school sound to it. But big. All right. That's enough of that. Um, So much more coming for you. <laughs> Much to your chagrin, I have so much more stuff coming for you, headed for you. Um, luckily, I was nice to form a relationship with a couple of people. You remember, you remember a while back I told you, like, I'm very selective about who I'm going to do work for and stuff. And I only had, like, a, like, in terms of reviewing films and putting your name in the ring to review films to say distribution companies and stuff. You get, you walk a very fine line because, um, they'll just keep sending you stuff and sending you stuff. And you're just like, Oh fuck. Especially if you have a day job like myself, if you don't have a day job and this is all you, if this is your day job, well, different fucking story. But when, you know, you work 40, 50 hours a week doing something that's not at all this, (laughs) And you all of a sudden you get a package with nine movies in it. Woof, that shit can get daunting. Anyway, I did accept uh, a couple uh, a, a couple of distrib- uh, accept the offer of a couple distribution companies that were nice enough to send me some stuff. So, and I'm really excited for that because ve- I'm very selective. I, there's there was one um, company that I you know did stuff for Wellgo USA, and now there's two, or uh, now there's three. Bad, but. One's kind of like a sister company of the other, but either way, like both things that I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Um, anyway, so stay tuned for that stuff because especially if you're, you know, a nerd about it like I am, 
Oh. You're, you're in for a treat. Ellis Cinema. Blue Underground release of The Final Countdown. Blue Underground. The Final Countdown. Three disc 4K set. Available meow. Available right now. Worth every penny. They don't. They don't make big ones like this anymore. They really don't. Remake this shit. I'd I'd go see it. Ella Cinema, Blue Underground, Final Countdown. We gone. Ryan here and I have a question for you what do you do when you win like are you a fist pumper a woohooer a hand clapper a high fiver I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At ChumbaCasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.